Shabbos and Nefesh, did I know that this is the Emes? Yet it's still sad. Sometimes the Emes is sad, but it's, but it's the Emes. <clears throat> but we have to, you know, Bitochon is never an excuse to be um, numb to right. pain. Adarabah, you feel it more appropriate. Instead of just, there's a tragedy, we have to go crazy, and it becomes a bilbul. Bitochon says, there's an appropriate way to mourn and to cry. Not that there's going to be a, a rule book. It's going gonna, it's gonna, to, through that change of mind, we're going to have to process the unfortunate parts of life, which are inevitable. We're going to have to process it properly. There's a Boreolum who runs the world. He has his cheshbonos. This guy who did what he did wrong is going to get in trouble for what he did, even though Kodesh Baruch wanted. And these people, what happened to them is going to, they're going to go to the place they need to go to and it happened for them. But it's still said. And we still cry over... Okay. Every shahakol, shahakol, n'hiyeh b'dvaro. That's why we say shahakol the most. That's why Chazal made the words. Shahakol, everything. N'hiyeh b'dvaro comes from Hashem's word. That's why Chazal made this bracha the most common bracha. Because it's a bracha b'tachem. Every time you say the bracha, you should be thinking like a bal b'tachem. Okay. <clears throat> yes. Okay, page 18. Uh, page... No, page 17. Page 17. We are going through the comparison between the alchemist, the one who can turn all metals into gold, seemingly infinite, well, infinitely wealthy, and the Babi Tachon, who might have a low-level menial job of some sort, and we're going to see how the Babi Tachon is infinitely in a better situation than the alchemist. So on page 17... The alchemist can never, ever reveal his secret to another person. Not even to his best friend. How he does this alchemy, that he even does it, he can't reveal anything. For fear of his life. You know, everybody's your best friend until money gets involved. People might want to kill him. He might want to steal his business. So he has to keep his secrets inside. Next page. But the one who trusts in a Kaddish Baruch fully, right, we're, we're leading ourselves towards He is not scared of anybody about his success. He doesn't, he's not scared of anybody to tell anybody about his success. What, what is his success? B'tachem. His success is the Koch of He's not scared to tell anybody. Somebody, somebody says, how did you, how did you amass that, uh, that wealth? Oh, because he's a Kaddish Baruch Hu, and I dined him every day, and I trust him every single day, and he helped me with this, with this deal, and he helped me with that deal, and, and, then, and then I lost this, but I did shuva. That's how Babi Tachan speaks. He's not scared. That's his secret. But whereas by alchemy, there's a certain amount of resources, so it's limited... Therefore, you're nervous to tell over because since it's limited, they might take my resources, they might take my parnasa. Bitachan is unlimited. The Kaddish Baruch gives to everybody, anybody who wants to connect to him. So Adarabba, not, not even that I'm not scared. I want to tell people about Bitachan because then we should all be Bitachan together. We'll be happy together. We don't have to be scared of each other's parnasa and everybody's looking at each other. How much does he make? What did he do last week? What's going on? Like, like people in the back, back, back of their mind, unfortunately, go around. Not the back of their mind, not the back, back of their mind, but the back, back, back of their mind. Things are like, how do you do that? What's going on? How can I make a piece of that? Eh, 
Everybody under- knows, if they're honest with themselves, how they think. A Babi Tachon doesn't think like that at all. He doesn't care. Why do I care what that guy did? What's he doing? The only thing I care about is, if he did Bitachon, I want to do Bitachon also. But I don't care how, what, numbers, who cares? There's no shaykhs. He's not scared to tell anybody his secret called Bitachon. So in the English translation over here, I don't necessarily like it. Not that I know anything. This person who wrote this is, inf- is much greater than I am. But he writes, he boasts about it. It's a strong word. I think avahum is sparbo is he takes pride in it. That's, a, that's I think, a better word. Like the Pasuk says, Yisrael asher b'cha espoir. Shem says, in Kalei Yisrael, I take pride in it. Not I boast in Boast is a, is a little bit of a harsh word. Not saying he's wrong, he knows more than me, but I don't always go with, you know, with the translation here. Sometimes yes, sometimes no. But pair, pair, hisparus, teferus is Yaakov Avinu, it's pride. Take pride. Pride is more appropriate because it, it means that there's, 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 a, there's a balance between the, the bitachon and the, what's coming out. If you're boasting, you have to be careful. If you're boasting about your bitachon, then maybe it's not really bitachon. It might just be gaiva. Right? People hide behind, could even hide behind religious things. I'm such a big bitachon, that's how I made it. But he's really, what he's saying is that it was really me. The person has to know himself. So I think Bispar, Avaham Bisparbo, he's more, he takes pride in his bitachon, which means he does speak about it openly, but in a more, in a, in a, in a balanced way, in a humbled way. In a humbled way. The, the Baal Bitachon extraordinary, he says in Tehillim, Belokim Batachti, he says to us, in God I trusted, Lo I'm not, therefore I'm not scared. What can man do to me? Now, David Melch didn't necessarily know that Tehillim was going to go viral, you know? Tehillim is the most said, more than even the Chumash probably, how many times it's been said and said. But this, this is how he felt. And there was nothing wrong, <clears throat> excuse me, there was nothing wrong with it. Because his whole system was filled with the Kaddish Baruch Hu. What else is he going to speak about? He believed every single thing that happened to him was from a Kaddish Baruch Hu. How else does he speak? And I, and I mentioned those who were on the, the Bitochem Amaisa uh, WhatsApp group. So during Hanukkah, we had different, we sent in different, uh, you know, avodas, things to think about. And I mentioned over there an, uh, an additional point that the way that we transfer bitachon, the way we, to ourselves, first of all, how do we download bitachon more into our heart? Right, we're learning. That's the A. You have to learn. You don't, you don't know anything if you don't learn about it. How do you continue the learning process down into the heart? So this is something that in many of Bavavi talks about it, and Yisiva Shalom speaks about it, a lot of Sarnas speak about it. The Koch of Dibur. Koch of Dibur, which is in between the mind and the heart, right? My mouth is in between my head and my heart. So Kodesh Baruch placed it. When you speak about that which you're thinking, again and again and again and again and again, eventually goes into the heart. So most people speak about their doubts and their, you know, the problems that they have in their head. That's what just comes out, because that's what they're always thinking about. Their anxieties, their stresses, their doubts... Etc. 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 And therefore, it comes out in their mouth, and therefore, it embeds it itself in the heart, and it becomes like this this downward cycle of just darkness. They don't know why they can't get out of this thing. Well, because you keep speaking about it. That's that's the problem. If you'd, maybe if you stop speaking about it a little bit, and if other if you'd speak positively, you'd be able to get out of things. So by 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 I believe that he he is supposed to be speaking. There's a language of of bitachon. And it's for ourselves, and it's also for our families and for our kids to speak in a way of bitachon. You have to use the words. You have to use the words that are true. Meaning, if we believe, 
if we get to the Madrega, that we believe everything happens in Yad Hashem. Okay, let's, let's, let's just use Parnassah. That's the major um, example that's in the Sefer, but we have to expand it everywhere. But let's just say Parnassah. So you come home, you come home after a long day, and your wife says to you, how was your day today? First question usually. So what, what happens when, when, it, when you ask that to the kid? That was good. Right, you ask to a kid, it's good. And you get upset, you're like, come on, t- t- tell me something. Something, I, sent, I spent all this money, you're in school for many hours. Something must have happened. It was good, and, and, and I had lunch. Okay, it's a chiddush. Not a, my kids don't even eat lunch, but that'd be a chiddush to me. But, right, so then your wife says to you, so well, how's your day? Good. We do the same thing back, that we don't like to do. How does the Babu Tachan speak? Uh, today was Gavaldik. Because <clears throat> I made this phone call, and Kaddish Baruch Hu gave me the idea to make this phone call. And then, Kaddish Baruch Hu allowed the words to come out, the right words to come out of my mouth, that went into the client's ears. And Itaka took the business. And then, but then I made a slip up. I, I, I lost myself for a second. I thought it was my, my, you know, my own doing. And therefore, the next call I didn't get, because the Kaddish Baruch Hu wanted to, you know, he wanted to remind me that it's not me. So he made me lose the next one. Then overall, Baruch Hashem, it was a good day. He helped me out a lot. He was with me the whole day today. I said a little bit of Tehillim at, you know, at 2.15 in the afternoon. I want to say a little Tehillim. You know, I figured that would be better than you know, making the 47th call to the same person, trying to get the business. I was like, you could be able to tell him. And you know what, Taka, the next minute, the guy called me up. He says, oh, I have some parnasa for you. You know, and I took, I took a little bit of extra lunch break today. I, I went to the DAF a second time. You know, it only took you know, 30 minutes. Not such a big deal. Nothing happened. And I got back to work. Nothing happened. The Kaddish Baruch was so good to me today. It's a whole different way of conversation for yourself, for your wife. Then the kids overhear the way you're speaking. It's a whole, it's a whole different way of living. It's a way of Talking lives. Not a gaiva, chas v'shon. Pride. That you're, a, that you're a ben, you're a son of a Kaddish Baruch Hu. Right? That's what we're doing over here. We're not slaves to a Kaddish Baruch Hu that we're trying to butter him up by speaking about him. We're children of a Kaddish Baruch Hu, and this is just what happened today. This is the emes. That's actually what happened. I'm just speaking it out. What's wrong with that? It's Kabbalah. You'll feel like a million bucks. You won't need the million bucks. That's the point. You'll feel like a million bucks because you're living a life of Emmas, not a life of Sheker. Where I was, it was this today, it was like this today, it was me, and that was me, and I made a mistake today, and then I, then I did a good job. That happens to be in a certain perspective Sheker. Because even though that, all that happened, how did that happen? Why did that happen? That wasn't you. Sof, sof. It was the burial. So, so. So when a person lives a life of emes, and he speaks emes, and he thinks emes, and he feels emes, isn't that like Gan Eden? You're really talking through Hoshgacha Pratis. Of course. You're always. The question is, do you recognize that? That's the question. Do you recognize it? Do you believe that? Yeah. So yesterday I had shift. I yeah, yeah, yeah. shift, okay? I was looking Bitachon, for... Yes, yeah. So... Uh, there was a raincoat that I needed because it said it was going to be rain. And I had my Twilleby vest on, of course, and I was looking for a certain raincoat. Couldn't find it. So I took the heavier coat, Twilleby also, took the heavier coat, and I wore it. And then it started getting really, really windy. And I was nice and cuddly and warm. And as I came home to my wife, I said, you know what? I couldn't find this for Stunken other coat. And I took the other, the, the, the heavier coat. It was such a shgacha practice because I was warm. I was warm on shift. Otherwise, I would have been freezing. And it, ha- and it was great. It was just happy. And what about, what about your walk? What about right when you couldn't find that coat? How oh, you... I was terrible then. So, so what we want to do... Yeah, I understand. Well, it was at, the, at that moment, it was terrible. 
<laughs> what, what do you mean I can't? Where's the coat? What is wrong with Where's the coat? Rabbi Nachman, Rabbi Nachman says it's, a crazy, it's an unbelievable thing. And now you're gonna, you believe it. Rabbi Nachman says that, a, that you're supposed to thank a Kodesh Baruch for everything. Right? right? This is the way of speech. He says you should even thank a Kodesh Baruch that when you wake up in the morning, your shoes are in the same place that you left them. To that degree. You thought your coat was there. You thought you put it there. Ah, where'd it go? You have to thank a Kodesh Baruch that our jackets are in the same places. And everybody knows by winter jackets, it's always not so posh. You bought it was cold and sure it was warm. Then you left it there. You find, or your kids. Yeah. We need to dive in for our kids' coats. That's for sure. Gloves, coats, earmuffs, their brains. You know, everything good to dive for them. So the way of Abba Bittachon, the way of Abba Bittachon, since he takes pride, and it's the Emes, that's the way he speaks. That was, I don't know if anybody read this week's, in the Dvar Torah, in that, whatever it's called, Sparks. That's what I wrote about. That's how Yaakov Avinu knew that Yosef was still alive. Because the Pasuk says, the brothers told Yaakov, Yosef's alive, he's king of Mitzrayim. Yaakov's like, Lohemin. He didn't believe. But then they told him, then they told Yaakov everything that Yosef said. And then he believed. What did they say? What did they say to get him to believe that he was alive? So then they repeated over the whole conversation. What did Yosef, what did Yosef say? Yosef says, Yomri Yosef al-Achiv, Gishunai, like, come close to me. I'm your brother. Va'ata al-Te'atsu, don't be upset. Va'al-Yichar be'nechem ki'mecharitim. Don't think that you sent me. Ki'lemichia shalachani elokim lefnechem. Hashem sent me. Va'yishlacheni elokim lefnechem. Hashem sent me. Va'ata lo'atem shalachtam. You didn't send me ki'elokim. Only Kodesh Baruch Hu sent me. Again and again, Yosef Tzadik is speaking a way of talking. You don't see this by, even in the Torah, you don't see it so common. Every time Yosef HaTzadik was speaking with a Kodesh Baruch on his lips, which we know, we discussed last week, that Hashem Ito, Hashem was with Yosef by base Potiphar, and Chazal say, Rashi brings down and says it from, in the Medrash, that he was always diving to a Kodesh Baruch, Kodesh Baruch was always on his lips, like a Babi Talon, Hashem, help me with Bitochon, help me find favor in my master's eyes. He was speaking out to Kodesh Baruch. And then, what's amazing is that this is actually the Midah of Yaakov Avinu. Where do you see the Midah of Yaakov Avinu? I saw this in a Sefer, in the Sefer part. This also brought down from a Sefer called the Mamar. I don't know what his name was. It was some Sefer I didn't know. I forgot about this. When Yaakov Avinu goes to take the brachas from Yitzchak, and he's pretending to be Esav, right? He wears, he puts on the garments of Esav, he has the hairiness. What happens? How'd you come so fast? You just, I just sent you out to go catch some animals. I know you're good, but you're not that good. How'd you get back here so fast? The Yomer so says Yaakov, pretending to be Esav, Hashem made it appear to me. Hashem made it happen fast. Right? He answered. HaKadosh Baruch made it happen. So Rashi brings down, Yitzhak says, one second. Who is this guy speaking with the words of Hashem on his mouth? That's not Esav. That's the meat of Yaakov. That's the Pe'er. Yaakov's Teferis. The pride of a Jew is where he's so connected to a Kodesh Baruch Hu, he speaks about it. And therefore, Yaakov taught Yosef how to speak. And then when Yosef spoke constantly with dvekas dripping from his lips, everything is a Kodesh Baruch Hu, Kodesh Baruch Hu, Kodesh Baruch Hu. When the brothers told that to Yaakov, oh, Yosef's alive and he got excited. Yaakov, he's ready to go back and find. Because of the way he spoke. We have to learn, how, that's how a Babu Tachon speaks and starts slow, busy, whatever it is. What's a Kaddish Baruch going to make the weather to like today? Not, not on the app or what the weather channels. What's a Kaddish Baruch? How is he? The, 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 the weather people, I tell my kids, the weather people are just, are just telling us the news from a Kaddish Baruch. They're telling us what a Kaddish Baruch wants. Because who, makes, who makes the weather? You forget. Sometimes you think the weathermen make the weather. It's not like that. Everything has to be the way of speech. It's very powerful because that's one of the most, it says, we just sent it to Hillam and, and see, the Shalom brings it down. I'm sure the earlier Swarm also bring it down. 
David Melch says, of course, David Melch, saying to Hillam, Emanti ki Adaver. I came to Amuna because I spoke. The more David Melch spoke, and Tehillim is all words. Yeah, that's what Tehillim is. Sometimes we forget. Tehillim is all words of Bitochan. That David Melch was saying, everything in my life happened from your Kaddish Baruch, with the ups and the downs and the all arounds. Right? That's, we should be writing our own book of, 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 of Bitochan. I'm, I'm not joking when I say this. Each person should have a little bit of a little book, or your phone, but it doesn't matter. And you keep Bitochan notes. Even if it's weird at the beginning to speak it out, because you have to get used to it. You do. If it's easy for you, gladly. But you should write down mitzvah, mitzvah notes. You should write down bitacha notes. Kodesh Baruch helped me with this today. <coughs> Kodesh Baruch made this happen that wasn't so good today. You know, but maybe I need to do tshuva. Write it down. Make a book of bitachon. What What's stronger than that? A book of bitachon, the dibur of bitachon, kosev aluach libecha. How do you write something on your heart? The Pasuk says, kosev aluach libecha. Write it on your heart. How do you write it on your heart? Dibur. Speak it out. <coughs> Very, very important. That's the way Baal Bittachon, therefore he takes pride in his Bittachon, and he's not scared to share with anybody else. Page 18, second column, second paragraph, Vaharavi, the fourth manner in which a Baal Bittachon is ultimately infinitely greater than an alchemist, Kibalakimia enu nimlat mehazmin mehazov vahakesef harbe, leistarko, o shelo yazmehem klum, elikafishi aspik lezmanmot. The alchemist has to make a choice. Even though he has the, a, a business that's seemingly impossible for him to lose because he could always make as he could always make gold, but he still is not free from daiga because he has to choose: Am I going to make a ton now and hold on to it and amass it in a warehouse, which I'm going to I'm going to go get some you know warehouse space and put it in over there, and then we'll see. I have to worry about the security. I have to worry about the cameras. I have to worry about all the stuff when I amass it to make sure it's still there. Or I don't want that. That's too much daiga for me. So I'll make a little bit, right? He doesn't want so much. Either way, he's going to lose. Because he says, If he prepares a lot, If he makes a lot and he amasses it, now he's going to be scared, right? The, the alchemist is not free from daigas. Even though he has infinite wealth, seemingly, maybe someone's going to take it. Maybe the trucks aren't going to get it to the place. Maybe the, the garage is going to get locked and I'm not going to be able to open it when I need it. So what does he do? He ends up sleeping outside the garage all night, you know, outside the storage place. Because he's so nervous for his wealth. So he's got this huge mansion. This doesn't happen, but it's in the mind, right? His massive mansion. He has the comfiest bed in the entire world. Yet Ki'ilu, since his mind is on that storage warehouse, he's sleeping right outside the storage warehouse. His bed's not so comfortable. His house is not so warm. His food doesn't taste so good because he's constantly thinking about what's going to be with that with all that money I just amassed. I spent so much time. That's my entire life's work. Maybe I won't get the resources again, as we learned. So you are where your mind is, right? Balsham teaches, even the Rambam talks about such a thing. You are where your mind is. So you could be in the comfiest bed physically. Comfiest house, warmest. Everything is exactly 71.3 degrees. Perfect. But if your head is by the storage place out in, uh, you know, wherever it is with the cold, that's where you're sleeping. That's not a life of, of relaxation, of, Yishavadas, Menuchas Nefesh. What was the point of all the money when you're just worrying about it? <clears throat> or a person, Baruch Hashem, makes some money and then he puts into investments. And now he's worried about the investments. Or you made all the money, that's what you're waiting for. Guy makes hundreds, thousands, millions of dollars, whatever it is. 
Tons of money. Okay, finally, right now I can calm down because that's my whole state of calm was reliant on the money. So now he takes all this money and he puts it into, well, he has a lot of money, so he's got to put it into something big, some hedge fund or something, you know, fancy. And now he's all day thinking about all that money that was there. I don't know, maybe I'm going to lose my entire life savings, my entire life's work. What did you gain? It's just logic. What did you gain? More anxiety? I thought that was the point. I thought we were trying to buy ourselves out of anxiety. You can't buy yourself out of anxiety. There's no such thing. The only way is to acquire bitachon. There's no other way. Or you have the people, oh, this is gewaldic. I'm not, when I make jokes, I'm making jokes. It's chaval, you know? But I'm not, I'm ever putting anybody down. I'm just making jokes, you know? Stop. But the people who complain about taxes, you know, he made, he made it the next bracket. Now he's like, oh, mensch. How am I going to figure out, basically, I'm just going to say it out loud. How am I going to cheat the government, because the government's trying to steal my money. How can I put this money somewhere where they can't get it? You know, the Cayman Islands, let's go to Puerto Rico, I'll live there for like three months of the year and then you don't have any taxes. Or I'll buy some kind of, you know, restaurant where I buy like the fanciest equipment. Everybody knows this stuff, right? Then you pull all your money into there and then the, then the government can't take your money. All day long. So he makes millions. Okay, so go relax, go learn, go dive and wait. Now he's thinking about how he's going to cheat the government. I'm not passing halacha, I don't care. I, oh, I don't care. I just care that a person's not calm when he, when he doesn't make the money. When he has the money, that's all I care about. Why aren't you calm? You just spent your entire life. You killed yourself for this. Fine. So it doesn't make sense now to just relax. So give the government their portion. You still have much more than you'll need for, for 50 years. Okay, not everybody's like that, but I'm making it, you know, Guzman. Relax. No. They can't get anything of mine. Crazy. So much crazy. So you have, this, you have this alchemist. He's got all the money. But he's nervous about taxes. He's nervous about his investments. He's nervous about all the money in his storage house. What did he gain? Oh, and another thing I was thinking about. <laughs> they say, you, when you speak to people, you know, interesting, comes, interesting thing comes out. So the guy, the guy gets an investment opportunity. It's a little bit of an interesting investment opportunity. I'm not going to say before Hesse what it was. But it came out that it was, it's usser on a state level, but it's mutter on a federal level. Whatever the investment was. Okay? Imagine. According to the state, you can't do this. But according to federal government, you can do it. Uh, steering the governments, yeah? Should I, should, I, should I put my money in this investment? And he was going back and forth, you know, he was a little bit nervous, you know, it's, I can get caught, but even if I get caught, I can't go to jail, so it's okay, like I'm safe. So he, so he talks to me, he's like, I want to speak to a POSIC. Okay, so he got him to a POSIC. POSIC says, it's mutter, whatever the situation is, and don't pass him from anything that I'm saying. But why would you want to do that? It's like very simple, like, why would you want to do that? Yeah, you're right. You might not lose any money, or um, you might not go to, you're not going to go to jail. But is this the place that a Kodesh Bible wants you to put your money? Like, this is the investment and you can worry about it? And Kachavi, he did put a little bit of money. I think he put it in before, even it wasn't afterwards. And uh, the guy was a scam artist, scam artist and, took all, and took his money. Say, if you have me talking, so you, can, you could also do investments. But you put it into a proper place and a Kodesh Bible takes care of it. And sometimes you might lose, but you might not make it in business either, right? Talking is a whole different way of thinking. See, alchemist, he's not, he's not free. He's not free just because he can make so much money. Because he's rel- still, he's bitachon, his reliance is on the money. That's, ultimately, that's the problem. His reliance is on the money, and therefore he has the cheshbin. Everything has to do with the money. How much, when, where should I put it? Kodesh Baruch, Hu, just, Kodesh Baruch Hu says, just be normal. A bank, 
There's basic normal investments that a person can make. There's different levels, but be normal. We need to be so exotic. Just be normal. Be happy. Be besimcha. The, the Babi Tachon doesn't look. The Emes Babi Tachon doesn't look for anything exotic. He doesn't need to. The Emes of Babi Tachon takes his money, puts it in a bank. We're in a regular level investment, which there are plenty of madregas of that. He doesn't need to go exotic looking for the chab. Why? The same Kaddish Baruch who's in the chab is, is in the same one, who's in the, in the 4%, whatever it is. I know nothing about this stuff. But, he's, but I know he's there. I know. There's, nothing, there's, nothing, there's, nothing, there's, no, there's no reason to, to, be so, to be so fancy. So if he, if, he get, if he takes a lot of money, if he gathers a lot of money, he's going to have a lot of worries. He's not free from worries. And it's, okay, so fine. So let's, let's not gather a lot of money. Let him be a simple person. And if he just makes a little bit of gold right now, right, for a little bit of time, a month or two at a time, right, it's almost like a paycheck, you know. Now he's, he's nervous. Well, what's going to be if, uh, you know, a sale comes on, you know, I don't know, the house market goes down in, in Woodmere, it comes to some kind of normal levels, I can finally buy a house, I need a whole, I need a whole uh, set of gold, I don't have it, because I, I only was going month to month. So now he's going to be nervous, constantly thinking, what if a big sale comes? What if this, I need money, I need a lot more money than I'm making for the month to month. So even if he makes a little bit, he's still worried. He doesn't know, if, am I going to have enough when I need it? Constantly, he's not safe. See, this guy, he's got all the money potential in his world, in potential, in life. He's still not satisfied. He's not happy. He's not calm. He still has worries, still anxieties. Because maybe uh, when I need the money, I won't have the resources. I won't have the time. Maybe the government's doing, uh, you know, checks right now on, on who's doing illegal business. So if, even if I gather only a little bit, I'm still going to be worried. What happens if I, if I need a lot? So this person, he's not safe anywhere. He's not safe anywhere. <clears throat> so the way of thinking that we have to get to is that even though there's a thousand you know, ways or there's a thousand things in life to get the Parnassah, there's a lot of things that go into, into the Parnassah phone calls and, 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 and you need paper and pens and you need computers and you need, the, you need a lot of stuff. All that stuff, you have to remember, there's, there's a lot, but there's one, there's one source above it. You have to look at that. That's, you have to look at the, um, the diagram, right? Sometimes in companies or sometimes you, have, you, have, you write down a diagram of the structure, right? There's the CEO and there's this guy and there's the managers and then the low level. Right? Either it's written down or it's in your head. Chart. That's what org I meant. Org chart. Org? Organization org. chart. Org. Org. An org chart. Okay, good. So this, this is an org orcs. chart. Not what? Orgs. Organization. Org. Org. Yeah, org. Org. When you take... So we have to take this chart. It's there. It's all true. Emes Lamito. That chart is... There's the Emes. There's a boss and he has to... They all have their... Organiz, they have their, all of their... Um, roles and responsibilities. Roles and responsibilities. Thank you very much. I can't speak English. But we have to, anybody who has a Jewish organization, and they can do this, but, or just do it in your head, what are we going to add to the chart? There's somebody above that has to be in our mind. And the CEO of the CEO, which we'll call 
keser, right? That's the crown, right? There's the king, and then there's the crown on top of the king. We have to remember that he's the one who everything, all the thousand things flow through him, down to the, the nitty gritty. We have to get that into our head again and again, as much as possible. It's the only way that we're going to be free from the stress, from the anxiety, from the calm, to, to create a calm in our system. Right? It's the only way. Okay. Oh, so I wrote down, okay. So the way, the, a, a way that we could potentially think about this to help, right? We're trying to take this world to be taught from this whole mindset perspective. And we're trying to then now download it into our systems. So imagine this for a minute. Try imagine this. You're working for a company. You're a boss of some level, whatever level you are of a company. But Hashem, it's doing very well. <clears throat> and with your response, you have a lot of responsibilities of course, coming with, coming with responsibilities is stress and there's anxieties, right? You're, you're, the, you're the leader over a whole team, a whole company, whatever the, the situation may be, okay? And, and therefore, it, it, takes, it takes a toll. Doing well, but it takes a toll. Now imagine you have this big conglomerate from, I don't know, Germany comes in and says, We're gonna, we want to buy your company. Buy your company, right? A lot of companies, that they're, they're waiting for that. They're hoping for the day that somebody comes in to buy their company, take them over, and they come in and they say to you, we're buying the company, it's on us, but we still want you to manage, right? Because you know how the company goes, we're just taking over the, you know, the, the end game. We want, we're going to make the final decisions, we're going to be the ones who are the CEOs that are guiding the whole organization. But you're still in your role. Can you imagine the stress level that now drops? Because now it's not all on you anymore. You still have to do your job, but ultimately, you got your money. You got, it's all paid for. You already got your, you know, 20, what is it, times, whatever these numbers are. The mo- you got your multiples. I, I, listen, I hear things sometimes. Very, very basic uh, level of, of knowledge of these things. But you got your multiples and you got your stocks and you got your, your, or your now your Bitcoin uh, investments. You got all that stuff good. And you saw the same responsibilities, nothing less. But now there's somebody above you. So all the, all the problems ultimately go to that person because he's really responsible. Everything goes. You're, this, you're doing the same things. You're talking to the same people but with a lot less stress. You're more calm. You're happier. <coughs> you're a better boss. Now people are happier with you because what happened when that person came above you and took the responsibilities off your, the final responsibility off your shoulder, you're good to go. So that's the way we have to perceive this change now. Bitachon means... Kashbaru just bought your company. He just bought your business. He just bought your whatever it is you're doing, your Amazon, whatever you do. He just bought you out, but he's keeping you with the same responsibilities. But don't worry, because he's paying, he's the one who's he's the CEO. And you got your multiples, and it's gonna come. You just do your same, you just do your do your thing. But but Kharashbahu says to you, just just relax a little bit. It's okay, because it's on me. Don't worry. Do your job. Make your phone calls, but don't worry because it's not all on you anymore. Tell me. That's how we have to look at it. Or if a person's not a boss and he's a worker, same thing. The company bought out your boss and now <clears throat> you don't have to necessarily have all the stress that this guy who's, who's on top of you is going to fire you. This is the big boss. Kodesh Baruch is the one who runs the show now. You do your thing. Kodesh Baruch takes care. He knows what's in us. It's, it's just a whole different way. 
It's a calm way. It's not all on us anymore. That's what we have to come to. Okay. Let's go right to page 18. Vaboteh Belukim. Last paragraph. Vaboteh Belukim. So we have the alchemist, who infinite amount of money potential, but he's still nervous. Do I make a lot? Do I make a little bit? He's not, he doesn't know what to do. Right? Again, if he makes too much, then he's nervous about all that he made and all of his investments. If he makes too little, he doesn't know what's going to be. Maybe he's watching the news and he hears about a new strain of something coming in, Omni something, which unfortunately I haven't heard about. I don't know why people have to tell me these things. And what happens? A guy tells me, he tells me, there was a new strain or something. I, don't, I really don't know. No idea what's going on. I really don't care. This thing came out, the strain somewhere in South Africa. It's, for some reason, it's always in South Africa. And Eretzel closes borders, I heard. Everything's shutting down. And the guy tells me, I forgot even told him about this. Like, so, so, it was like, it was like, Narish guy. I mean, that's what he said. They don't really, nothing really came out. Because they made a mistake. I thought about this. What was Omni? Uh, what was it called? Omni. Omni what? Corn. Corn? Whatever it is. They made a mistake. What was it, Omni? It was omnipresence. It was omnis- omniscient. How are you going to say it? Omnipotence. It was a Kodesh Baruch Hu. That's the real Omni. Omni means everywhere. Ever, ever, everywhere. Every place. That's, they made a mistake. With Bitochon, doesn't, you don't hear Omni. Or you don't hear, you don't hear, I remember Gedali Fence, I think, coined this. You don't hear Bitcoin. You hear Bitochon. I think that was his chav. It was a Gavad chav. Not Bitcoin. It's Bitochon. It's not Omni, Korin, whatever. You can't pro- no one can pronounce it. It's omnipresence. It's a Kodesh Baruch Hu. So who cares how, if I have a little, if I have a lot? It's okay, I'll Doug. Kodesh Baruch Hu, take care. He's everywhere, every place. Take care. But Balteich, Balokim, ah, but the one who trusts in a Kodesh Baruch Hu, B'tchanu Chazak, Balokim, his B'tchanu is strong in a Kodesh Baruch Hu, Sheyatrefoso, Kertsono, a Kodesh Baruch Hu could take care of him and finance him and give him food according to Hashem's will. Be'esir, it's a whatever time, omni time, Uben makum, omnipresence. She hears whatever Kaddish Baruch wants. He's everywhere, every time, all-powerful. Everywhere. What are you? Alti Dag. Don't worry. Right? Like daigas without a base, without pitachon, right? Everybody knows this. Daigas without a base. There's no pitachon. Daigas gematria. What's the gematria daiga? Dalet Aleph, five. Thirteen. Thirteen, which is gematria echad. The way to be misaking daigas, everything's echad. Why are you looking at the thousand things? There's just one. Why are you getting crazy? Your mind's in a thousand places. I have this investment, this money, this dollar, this, my family, the parnal, uh, uh, everywhere. So much. Even if you're not a CEO of a company, you're a CEO of your life, right? Everybody's a CEO. Your families, you have this, you have that, you have food, whatever it is, a million things. Spirituality, this is also part of that big portfolio. But it, so either you can live in the world, the Olam HaPirud, Alma Di Piruda, the world of separation of a million things, and therefore your mind's going to be separated into a thousand things. Therefore, you can't really focus on anything. You're not calm about anything, because even when you finish this, there's the next, there's the next. Or you can come to the Amuna and the Bitochon that everything is one. All the thousand things in the org chart, I'm learning new words, in the org chart, there's really one that's above everything. And you don't have to be worried. Do your thing. We're all logical, normal human people, human beings. Bitochon doesn't mean I'm just going to sit in my house all day and I'll be okay. No one, no one would even enjoy that. 
People enjoy going to work and feeling accomplished and taking pride in their work. When a Kaddish Baruch Hu sending it through them and they're the pipe. They're just a pipe. When, I like to, that's, how, that's the lotion I like to use. How, my wife says, how did this year go? I said, I'm a happy pipe. It went, out, it went well. I'm a happy pipe. Sounds funny, but why not? That's what Moshe said. Everywhere it comes out, it's like, I'm not speaking to you. Kaddish Baruch Hu speaking right through me. I, don't, I didn't even prepare half this stuff. It's not, who, what did it do with me? We're all just here together, trying to work on things. The Kaddish Baruch Hu, to get close and to, get, to become Echad. Echad together, Echad with him. So the Baal B'Tachon, everything come from anywhere. Kasher, now he brings a raya. Listen to this raya. Kasher yatif ha'uber berechem imo. Just like a Kaddish Baruch Hu's the fetus in the mother's womb. A chiddish. A pella, how the whole situation happens. Va'efroach besoch ha'beitz and the little chick in the egg. A little chick in an egg. Now, by a, by a fetus, you might, get, you might get confused. Oh, well, there's an umbilical cord and the mother's feeding the baby, so you might get lost in some biology. But there's, a, there's an egg and a chicken, okay? Do you see any, anything from the egg, that hard shell, to the chicken? Is there like a whole labyrinth of veins and whatever? Is there an umbilical cord? There's nothing there. It's an egg and a chick. How did that chick form in that place? Anybody? What do they say in biology? I don't care. It's a Kodesh Baruch Hu. We have to rewrite the biology books, by the way. I don't know what the kids learn in school, but all the books should say, well, a Kodesh Baruch Hu made it, like Rabbi Victor Miller, right? If you imagine he wrote, like, biology books, which I don't know why we don't have. Do we have them? I haven't been in school in a long time. But the biology books, the history books, oh, a Kodesh Baruch Hu made Napoleon, a Kodesh Baruch Hu made Bartholomew, a Kodesh Baruch Hu made this guy think to go around the world. Wouldn't that be a history book? Isn't that... State-funded, so we can't. Oh, that's the problem, state-funded. But if we'd be talking, we wouldn't need the state's funds. We could, we, could, we could do it ourselves. We could do it ourselves. Right? If we used our cups, right? remember what I said a few weeks ago, if we could use our cups for business to build what we build, and we could use that also to help Yidin, if we'd have, if we'd have Bitochen, we would become, we wouldn't, we wouldn't have to be thinking about our business and our investments day and night. We'd be able to do what we need to do, and then we'd be able to work on other things. So some people, learning's not their thing. Some people don't want to say tell them all day. Okay, but organizations of chesed, Maybe, maybe education. Maybe there's a person who, who really wants to rewrite the biology books with a little more bitachon. He's a, a, a Victor Miller Yid. He wants to write, how did the apple form? Why is it red? So Victor Miller goes through everything. He, this is the way he spoke. Everybody knows. We have to rewrite the books. But how did the chick, how did it grow in that place? The answer is, this Kodesh Baruch made it. Simple as that. Al Piyashtadlis, the mother chick, has to sit on the egg and Hashtadlis. But the chick has bitachon. Somehow, my sitting on this egg is going to make it work. Does the, chick, does the mother chick know that? No. That's its teva. Because the teva of animals is whatever a Kodesh Baruch decided for it. Or like, I forgot where I said Maybe I heard, maybe it was a song. I don't remember where it is. Do you ever, hear, do you ever see a lion that overeats? The ferocious lion that rips apart animals, eats meat. Have you ever seen a fat lion? Such a thing in your life? You ever see a fat lion? You ever see a fat elephant? It is what it is. It's, it's teva. It's a crazy thing. I've never seen a lion overeat. Emaciated? Maybe. Never, never. Obese. Because it lives according to teva. The teva of a yid is supposed to be bitachon. It's supposed to be a kodesh baruch. That's, that we, that's what we're trying to get. We're trying to become animals in, this, in the holy sense where we go according to our teva. Teva is... Neshama, Kaddish Baruch Hu, should just flow right through us.
That'd be amazing. Never an obese lion. Never a person who had too much money. That's exactly what he needs. Never too much, because too much is never good. Too much takes away. So this egg and this chick, there's no hole in the egg. How did the mother get whatever it's even doing, sitting on an egg, making it warm? How did it get whatever it's doing into the egg? There's no hole in the egg. And the fish in the sea, uh, the, the, the birds, I'm sorry. The birds in the air and the fish in the sea. And the ant in its weakness. How did they all get parnasa? How did they all make it? Because the Kaddish Baruch provides for every single animal in its way. And just as the Kaddish Baruch provides for all the animals, Kaddish Baruch provides for us the same way. We don't need to take the responsibility. We don't need to be so crazy about it. Again, there's a balance to Shtadlis amongst the bigger Bitochim. HaKadosh Baruch acts to us like a father. HaKadosh Baruch acts to us like a master. HaKadosh Baruch acts to us like a, a husband. There's different relationships. And HaKadosh Baruch acts to us like a mother. A mother who sits on her chick. HaKadosh Baruch sits on top of us and says, I'll tee Doug, I'll keep you warm. Just, just do your thing calmly and I'll take care of you. Don't worry. V'yibotzer ha-teref me'ari im-takfu b'kitas ha-yom in k'mon shakasu v'sum read fast. Which we say at the end of benching, it's, benching is a gewaldic way to work in Bitochen. Bench with kavana, with what the words mean, and say it's slow. I'll just read the translation here. Contrast this with the fact that sometimes even a lion, despite its strength, lacks sustenance. As it's written, young lions suffer want and are hungry. But those who seek the Lord, Dorsha Hashem, do not lack any good. As it says in Mishlei, the Lord will not starve the soul of the righteous, as it says, I was young, I also aged, now he's the Kanti, and I have not seen a righteous man forsaken and his children seeking bread. This is what we say in Benjamin all the time. This is the words of Bitochan. If you have Bitochan, Kodesh Baruch takes care. So, there's a few more things to say, but we don't have time. So we're going to give the vote of the week, those who are on Bitochan chat or, or not. So we're discussing at the beginning of today about Speaking like a Baal Bitochen. Very important. Yosef, Yaakov, speak like a Baal Bitochen, even a little bit, and if you can't do it right now, write it down. But the Pasuk that we're going to work on, hit me during davening. Some people, they fight wars with Rechev, with their chariots, and some with their Susim, they rely on all that stuff. But us? What? We use the Shem Hashem. We mention we remember and we mention the Shem Hashem. That's going to be the vote. So say that Pasuk with a little bit of Kavana. Say it during the day. Before you make the next phone call. You know, whatever it is you're doing in business. Help me out with this next thing I'm about to do.